Hey everybody, uh, you might be noticing that we didn't do our normal intro, it's just the quick intro, as Blake said, reminiscent of our, our classic weekly jump style. <laughs> well, so instead of canceling this week, which almost happened, you guys, it was so close to cancellation, we're just going to do a quick episode uh, where we're going to do some news. Um, some news yeah. about us, this, as well as a, a a a weekly jump style coverage of an anime that we watched on our screen time this week. Yeah, this week was one of those weeks where we literally it's so we're recording this on Thursday. I don't know when yeah. this is going to come out. You know, in theory, these episodes come out on Friday, but I think that's been a little bit more theory than practice lately. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, part of that is because we keep having to push back our schedule. And this was one of those weird weeks where it was just like every day we had a recording thing scheduled. And like one day I woke up and found out that there were roofers at my house because I am I rent my house. And so I don't always I'm not the, I'm not the primary point of contact on renovations to the home in which I live. But also it turns out because I'm I ended up. Uh, texting my landlord about that where I was like, Hey, roofers showed up at our house at seven in the morning and woke us up and we had no idea they were going to be there at all. And they also blocked our driveway. So it was like a whole thing in multiple inconvenient ways. And like, obviously if you're getting your roof done, like it's going to be a little inconvenient, but like it's less inconvenient if you know when they're going to show up and you can, you know, plan your sleep schedule and maybe move the cars out of the garage so that they don't get trapped. Mm-hmm. And like, it was so annoying. And I like texted my landlord and she was like, Oh, I didn't know they were going to be there either. I thought they were going to finish last week. Cause that's when they started. And, that, and like, she, she had like another project that I guess the same company was working on for one of her other properties. And she was like, they didn't talk to me about that either. So they just must suck at this. It's so like, it was just like, but they were also making super loud, very consistent hammering noises on the ceiling. And it was like, well, this was the day we were going to record it and it is not possible. And they were here all day. They were here from like seven until like 5 p.m. It was yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. Which is 6 um, p.m. your time, which is like consistently after when you're able to record. Yeah. Also, uh, a fun thing that happened this week, if you're unaware um, if you want to send aid to the thing that I had to deal with all week, um, you should look up different ways, uh, maybe FEMA or something like that with the hurricane that's happening in Florida. Um, so my job uh, deals directly with the market of Tampa, Florida, which just happened to be directly in the eye of the hurricane as it was coming oh, I didn't in. I know that was your uh, yeah. So your, it like, changed territory. It changed our whole week. Um, so every day has been longer and weirder than expected. Um, and so, uh, cutting this episode a little bit short is just going to have to be what it is. So, um, we're making something. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Hey, Blake, uh, tell us any of the news that's happening this week. I took down one news thing. Uh, I feel like there was something else that I meant to send myself, but anyway, did you mean to send yourself that Hugh Jackman is going to be in Deadpool (laughs) three? I, I didn't mean to, cause I wouldn't necessarily consider that to be, uh, directly or, uh, I would say the news that I have is about the avatar live action series, which I would say is tangentially related 
to our show because it is a live action adaptation of a pro property that is arguably anime. Definitely anime sphere. I would say Marvel comics are generally of interest to many people who are interested in anime, but is not necessarily a direct one-to-one -one correlation. But yeah, uh, Deadpool 3 with Hugh Jackman. The, the Hugh Jackman is back and <laughs> huger than ever. <laughs> as Wolverine again, which I think is if you're not in the in the know, like if you're not one of the people who like follows the real world stuff about this, it is my memory, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Spencer, that Hugh Jackman said very publicly that Logan was the last time he would play Wolverine. Yes. Uh, and it was true until apparently now. <laughs> and I think they make a bit of a meta joke about that, which like it's Deadpool, so that's not to be uh, that's not too unexpected, but they like Ryan Reynolds is just sitting there in this announcement trailer and he like calls behind him as a person that you can't quite see very clearly walks past and he's like, Hey Hugh, do you want to play Wolverine again? And Hugh is like, sure. And it's, so it's just like this sort of met, like very subtle meta joke at the fact that he made it, he made a statement that he wasn't going to do this again, but they're going to do it again for comedy. And I think that that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so and, that's and Fine's What's doing a lot of work news? in that sentence. Uh, you know, like I said, tangentially related to anime, this is uh, some news about the full cast of the Avatar, The Last Airbender, uh, live action. We're trying this again, but from Netflix this time and as a TV show. So <laughs> this article actually is from Netflix itself. Uh, it's To Doom. T-U-D-U-M, which I guess is a Netflix article thing. I don't know. It's netflix.com slash to-doom, T-U-D-U-M, and then our slash articles and then the, the article title. So uh, this is called Fly High with the full cast of Avatar The Last Airbender. It, it's a decently long article, and it lists quite a few people. I'm going to list them off. Uh, and then I'm going to point out the ones that are interesting. So as the article notes, there were previously announced cast members. So that includes Gordon Cormier playing Aang, Kia Wintio playing Car Katara, Ian Ousley or Owsley playing Sokka, Dallas Liu playing Zuko, Elizabeth Yu playing Azula, Paul Soon Hyung Lee playing Iroh, Daniel Day Kim playing Fire Lord Ozai, Maria Zhang playing Suki, Tamlin Tomita playing Yukari, and Ivan Chapman as Avatar Kiyoshi, and uh, Casey Camp Horinek as Grand Grand. Uh, that's a lot of characters. Um, that's a lot of actors that I don't know. I think some of them in the main cast are like younger unknowns, which is great. This is a cool property to get your younger unknown bona fides on. Uh, even if it even if it turns out to be a Cowboy Bebop thing where nobody likes it, I think it's still good to get your name on this kind of project. Then you're you're like, look, I did like a high profile project. It might not have worked, but my work might might have been good. You could waylay that into some future projects. I would note that Daniel Day Kim is particularly exciting in that list for me uh, because Daniel Day Kim is dope and Fire Lord Ozai is a really sweet part that I could see being beefed up a lot. Uh, I mean, you're not going to cast a Daniel Day Kim in that and then give him nothing to do. So um, that could be really fun. New people being added. 
they note uh, Water Tribe people, Amber Midthunder as Princess Yue, who I'm very excited about because she is coming uh, straight off of the recently released Hulu movie Prey, which is a uh, prequel to the Predator series and is potentially the best movie in the Predator series. The original Predator is great. It's great in a campy action movie way, uh, like a campy 80s action movie way. This movie is very, very good. Uh, It's definitely playing in a different space because it's not an 80s action movie, so it's a little hard to compare them, but it's really good. She's the lead of it. She's very, very strong in that. So this is super exciting. We've got A. Martinez uh, from Cowboy Bebop and Ambulance as Paku. Uh, Irene Bedard from Pocahontas in the Stand as Yagoda. Joel Uleti, uh, or Uleti, Uleti, is that, that was somebody that was already mentioned up there, wasn't it? I thought I already did. Oh, no, Owsley for Sokka. This is uh, Joel Uleti uh, from Trickster and Ruby and the Well as Han. Nathaniel Arkand from Heartland and FBI Most Wanted as Chief Arnuk. Miguun Fairbrother from Burden of Truth and Mohawk Goals as Avatar Kuruk. Um, Earth Kingdom's got Arden Cho from Partner Track as June, Utkarsh Ambudkar as from Ghost and World or Ghosts and World's Best as King Boomy, which I've heard good things about Ghosts, but I haven't seen it. Uh, Danny Puddy uh, from Mythic Quest Corner Office, and not mentioned in this article, fucking uh, Community as the Mechanist, uh, Lucian River Chauhan. Uh, from Encounter in Heartland as Teo. Uh, James C. from Stillwater as the Cabbage Merchant. Uh, obviously, Danny Putty is a very exciting addition to the cast. It sounds like he's going to be playing kind of a dramatic role. Uh, the, the character description is an eccentric inventor and engineer who's doing his best to raise his son in a war-torn world. So I think eccentric gives you a sense that he's going to be pulling in some of his comedy chops for this, but... Doing his best to raise his son in a war-torn world is kind of a heavy situation, so we'll see. And then, of course, the Cabbage Merchant is the voice actor who played the Cabbage Merchant in the original series, reprising his role in the live-action series, so that's fun. Uh, Momoma Tamada as Tai Lee. Talia Tran as May. Rui Iskandar as uh, Lieutenant G. Uh, Hiro Kanagawa as Fire Lord Sozin. C.S. Lee as Avatar Roku, Francois Chow as the Great Sage. That's an actor from The Expanse. Uh, Ryan Ma as Lieutenant Dang. And then from the spirit world, we've got Randall Duck Kim uh, as the voice of Wan Shitong. Uh, if you don't know his name, you know his voice. But also George Takei as the voice of Ko. Uh, so this is a lot of big names. Um, also noteworthy, uh, the original movie from way back when got a lot of critiques for using characters that were, you know, animated to be a little racially ambiguous, but probably not white, and replacing them with a lot of white actors. This is a super diverse cast, and I think that's really fun and exciting because that feels like appropriate to the world. Um, Lots of newcomers and big names here. I'm really excited about this. I think, again, as we've learned from Cowboy Bebop, Netflix isn't necessarily going to make a great show, but... I think this is a great cast and I think it's going to be fun to see them do their thing. Even if the show doesn't stick the landing. Yeah. We hope that it does stick the landing though. Let's everybody. Yeah, You always fingers. want it to be good, but uh, you know, even if it's not, you get to watch Daniel, Day Kim and Danny putty. 
I mean, this is a great <laughs> cast. George Takei is going to voice some shit. Like, this is awesome. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Uh, let's talk about our screen time from this week. This is a blast from the past, if anybody also watched Toonami. Um, uh-huh. But uh, it is a fantastic, fantastic anime um, named Big O. Called Batman, yeah. the animated series. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big O. This one was mentioned in our Discord by Booty Stank. Uh, but, you know, it's also kind of a well-known show if you grew up on the Toonami anime block. It is a sort of 20s-ish, sort of noir-ish, um, sort of cyberpunk as a genre, not as a you know video game and show based on the video game uh, situation it, it reminded me a ton of batman the animated series oh yeah it uh, is absolutely it, so much of that yes i think it's playing a lot in the space of blade runner if that were an anime a lot of that stuff and basically you've got a guy who is a professional negotiator who also in for reasons that are completely unexplained in the first three episodes happens to be the secret pilot of a giant vigilante robot. <laughs> and uh, so it's a, it is a it is a, a, a big robot fight thing kind of like Gundam. Uh, it's got a little kaiju action as of the third episode and it's got big dark colors, beautiful animation, noir feel like Batman the animated series. Uh, probably most of you have heard of this if you're around our age. If you haven't, Spencer, should people check this out? Oh my god, yes. I fucking love Big (laughs) O. Also, one of the things that's great about Big O is that it will keep you pretty confused up until the very end, and then when it gets to the end, you'll also be like, what? Um, Because the the world that we have set uh, for Big O is it it feels very futuristic but at the same time almost as if it's set in a in a old like a like an old 50s or 60s movie it it feels yeah. very confusing like a a smash together um kind of like a mech anime with a steampunk feel it's it's I'm, very yeah, it's it's not unlike Cowboy Bebop, where you are clearly in a sci-fi setting, but you're using storytelling and character tropes from Western movies and noir films and stuff like that. And there's just mm-hmm. like a very specific vibe. And in this, I think the vibe appears even more as like set dressing. So it's like you can occasionally forget that you're in a presumably futuristic setting. Yeah. Uh, Until you look at that robot girl like, that he's running around with. Yeah, although she does look like just sort of like a stinted girl most of the time, but she is a robot. Yeah, that's what she is. You know how sometimes uh, people turn out to be robots? You know how they do. Robos. Yeah, and then you're like, you can't have a dad because you're a robot, and robots don't have fathers. And she's like, but I call him father, and he's like, I don't know how to react to this. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, show me your belly button. (laughs) (laughs) no that's kyle xy uh so so yeah this is uh this was a show so uh, as i've said many times i grew up in a household that did not have cable tv and cartoon network is a cable station and cartoon network is where adult swim was shown so i my exposure to shows like 
Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z and Zoid's New Century Zero and Yu Yu Hakusho and The Big O and Cowboy Bebop. Uh, all of these things that are sort of popular, formative things for people in mine and Spencer's demographic are shows that I would catch on the margins. Um, I would catch a little bit of Dragon Ball Z uh, as an after-school programming block when I was in middle school and my grandmother would come pick me up from school uh, because we had bought her a cable package because she was a big sports fanatic and so that way she could get access to like ESPN and stuff. Uh, and I would use it to watch uh, Cartoon Network and check out the, the DBZs and the Zoids. Um, and the Big O was one of those that I always missed. And when Adult Swim programming block would come on like late at night, I remember being at like a friend of mine's place and Adult Swim was like on. I don't know if we were watching it or if it was just like on in the background, but they would have like little clips of Big O. And then and there was like I saw like the last 10 minutes of an episode or something. And like this is a show that I never got to watch that I always was interested in as a kid that always seemed really good. And the only other thing I remember about it is that some of my friends who had seen it were a little bit more meh on it than I felt as someone who had only basically seen sort of sizzle reel shots from it in the like Adult Swim thing and Mm -hmm. thought it looked badass. And I think as an adult who has now sat down and watched the first three episodes that I totally get it because this is a talky show mm-hmm. about heady ideas. It also has big fucking robots fighting other big fucking robots or giant monsters. Um, and that is awesome, but that's like a small part of the show. And when it happens, it's full throttle. Awesome. And it's so cool. Uh, and I actually said out loud, Oh my God, this is so cool. While I was watching this. But uh, it's also pretty talky and it's it's, you know, kind of like Cowboy Bebop. It's dealing with adult things and the characters are going to talk about those things in adult ways. They're not going to talk about it in the middle of punching each other like they might on a more teenagery show like Naruto or Bleach. It's it's going to it's going to grind to a halt for them to discuss their feelings and the mysteries of the world in which they live. And so I can understand that uh, my friends as fellow children at the time did not care for that aspect of the show and probably felt a sense of, all right, let's get on with it. But me as an adult watching this, I was engrossed from the very beginning of the show to the end of the third episode. And I was disappointed that I had other things to do so that I couldn't keep watching more. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's uh, real good. Also of note, it, uh, it is streaming legally on a service called high dive, which is spelled H I D I V E. Um, that is a service that I didn't know existed until Spencer and I were able to connect with the geekly grind, um, through our podcast. And we gained access to high dive. Uh, and it basically has like a lot of older anime. It, it's kind of a crunchy roll repository, uh, or crunchy roll style repository, but basically for older anime. Uh, and so like, as far as I know, there is no other legal way to watch the big O you might be able to like buy it or rent it, but there's no other way to, to watch it on a service that you already have outside of High Dive. Um, but High Dive is a service that I now know because of those connections. And, uh, you know, it's a legit one. So if you see that and you're like, what the fuck is High Dive? Like, it's a legit streaming service and, and it has the big O. So that's pretty exciting. 
All right. Well, that's about all we got, y'all. Uh, thank you for sticking with us through through this mess. <laughs> Watch the big O. <laughs> big O. If you're o. feeling disappointed, if you feel disappointed that we didn't talk about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood this week, Watch the big O, and you probably feel better. <laughs> yeah, it'll 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 satiate your thirst for good things. Yeah, or watch Cyberpunk again. That was good. <laughs> oh my god, that show! Lots of good stuff lately. Yeah. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level fifteen sound wizard. Fireball! 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 Ad-free versions of our podcast are available on Patreon, along with extra Patreon-only goodies, like additional conversations and articles written by the hosts. Follow us on Twitter at B&SGetJumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at Reddit.com slash R slash Get Jumped. We also have a Discord server, and you can find links to that on our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New episodes come out every week. Thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind, a geek-centric website that covers all manners of topics from video games and anime to tabletop games, board games, comics, and more. If you're looking for a website to add to your daily rotation for some of the latest news, reviews, and overall takes on where geek culture is headed, make sure to bookmark thegeeklygrind.com and pay us a visit. I also wanted to thank you uh, for being a faithful listener to this podcast. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is a vital member of our podcast family, which also includes Knights of the World Table, which is a D&D audio drama podcast, The Ink and Paint Club, an animation podcast, Comic Book Keepers, which is a comic book podcast, and Geek Exploration, the podcast which is on general geek culture. We also have the Geekly Grind podcast, which provides audio renditions of our published articles, special guests, and more. Make sure to seek those out and listen to them wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again. Thanks again.